You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is an audio conversation entitled, Justified by Faith and the Fruit of the Spirit. This is part four of four. John Wesley, a founder of the Methodist Church, one night he was, he would be real disciplined. He would sleep from 10 at night till four in the morning. That was his schedule. One night, a king wanted to meet with him. And he's, there was a, what's the name? It was a politician, I think, a famous politician. And he said, no, I can't. I have a meeting with the king in the morning. And how many of us would turn down a meeting with somebody famous? Because we had to get up mm-hmm. to be with God. Yeah. That goes back to what you said in the beginning about faith and works, I suppose. You know, if you have real faith, it's proved by your works. Perhaps you spend yeah. time with God learning and praying and just drawing closer to him and and just enveloping yourself in, in God's goodness and the, you know, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit growing in Christ seems like yeah it, it can it takes effort prayer can be hard mm-hmm. work you want to have good fruit you got to take care of the tree you have to feed it even though we abide in him, God says, you draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Effort and courage to be fully. Go ahead. Your faith in action. Yeah. Amen. You might have to set aside time to be with God, to meet with him so that he can meet with us. Moses had to climb up the mountain and he met with God. All we have to do is get on our knees. It's too far for some of us. But look at the people who are closest to God. Some of them have the biggest problems the greatest trials, but they don't mind because they're walking with God. And to abide in Him, John 15, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Okay. And that's what it's... Christianity sometimes seems contradictory to those who don't understand. You're justified by faith and you're justified by works. We have to do our part and yet all we have to do is abide in the vine. Okay. We can't produce the fruit but we can take the effort to make sure we're walking with God. But the fruit, the love, joy, peace, those things don't come from our efforts, but from God producing them in us as we walk with Him. Joe in the article lists some things that don't produce fruit, even though there's a whole lot of religious people that work their whole lives trying to produce their own fruit. He says, man-made religion cannot make you produce fruit. Church ordinances cannot make you produce fruit. Preachers cannot make you produce fruit. Baptism doesn't produce fruit. Church membership doesn't produce fruit. All the outward things we do, all the effort we put into trying to make the fruit, it can't make the fruit. You can trim a dead tree and it's still going to be dead. People learn the the truth of abiding in Jesus. We're not going to see the fruit grow. And so if, if we don't see the fruit in ourselves or others don't see it in us, it's not God's fault, but it's ours for not abiding in Him. And it's not going right. to... The fruit doesn't grow overnight. It starts out small and continues to get bigger. 
something that I have heard is that Satan works from the outside in, and the Holy Spirit works from the inside out. The outside is important to the world, and the inside is important to God. And what do we spend the most time on? Well, it's just like a, um, a plant or a tree that is planted. Man can do, or that tree, I should say, the tree cannot bear that fruit at all. That that limb that comes out from the tree trunk, it, the only thing that limb has to do is stay plugged in the trunk. That That is its only job. It doesn't have to worry about the fruit because it's not the branch's job to bear the fruit. Now, if the branch is plugged into the vine and deeply grafted in there, and uh, then the fruit will grow. But even that fruit, I mean, um, it, it's a gift from God. It, it, it's not, it's not anything, anything we can do. Just like Paul said, there is nothing we can do outwardly to make that. We can, we can. We can imitate it, but sooner or later, somebody will notice it's not the real fruit. That's like the world takes an artificial Christmas tree and puts decorations all over it and goes around bragging about how pretty their tree is and how much better it looks than other people, but it's never going to bear any fruit. It's all outward. Wow. article goes on to say, so often we are more concerned about fruit production, production than we are about abiding in Christ. And even in many churches... That's what it seems the pastors or church leaders sometimes focus on. Are you following the rules and are you <coughs> volunteering in the church? But it's rare for them to ask you, are you spending time with God? Are you growing? Are you producing fruit? Are you leading others to God? Do you care about them? I want to know what you're doing instead of how you are. The next time someone in your family loses their temper or struggles with peace and long-suffering, you should not say, why don't you get your act together and start being more loving instead of yelling and getting angry all the time. Rather, you should say, hey, you need to start abiding in Jesus, and then everything else in your life will fall into place. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what we'll talk about the next conference calls, too, since we're there, because there's a lot of people with a lot of problems in life. I mean, we all have problems, and some have more than others and Noah Webster he wrote that all the miseries and evils which men suffer from vice crime ambition injustice oppression slavery and war proceed from their despising or neglecting the precepts contained in the Bible so when we have sin and problems and war and stealing and abuse it all comes from sin and so to you know to take a a fruit tree and put a you know it it doesn't do anything for the tree and the next, in June, we're going to have a conference call we plan to with John Regeer. He's going to have two in a row, one on June 2nd, Sunday, June 2nd, and one on Sunday, July 14th. And the, there'll be an ad in the next Amish Voice. And he's going to talk about, he's a counselor with Caring for the Heart Ministry. And that's what he does. He deals with the root problem. Instead of saying, stop, stop doing that, he knows that it's, you got to get the heart right first. For the first conference call on June 2nd, he's going to be talking about sexual abuse, how to deal with it, what all that goes along with it, leading the discussion. And then July 14th, 
about moral addictions. You want to learn there and know people who are struggling with these things and invite them. And listen to someone who deals with these things as a living and who knows God and knows that God is the answer. And what if you if you have a sin problem? What do you do about it? Fix it? Take an apple off a tree, but the tree's still going to grow. The counselor can't fix it on his own. The pastor can't fix it. The answer is to abide in Jesus and walk in Him. Lose our temper. Or other kinds of sin and problems. And The answer is to abide in Jesus. To grow nearer to Him. To spend time with Him. To learn the mind of Christ. And as we grow nearer to Him, He'll draw nearer to us. I know that it doesn't always happen like this, but my father said before he was married, before I knew him, he used to smoke sometimes. And once he became a Christian, he said he just had no desire for that anymore. He couldn't conquer the habit, but God can. No matter what the bad habit is or what our sins are, we can. We don't have the power to conquer the sin. That's why we abide in Jesus who has already conquered those sins. Amen. That's good. Constant abiding in Him will bring the bring the victory and the yeah, producing of the fruit. I hear you saying. Just like Moses went up onto Mount Sinai and he came down and had to put a veil on his face because he had been with God and he was different. Hmm. Peter and John, the Bible says, were unlearned men and people marveled. How could they speak like they do when they're unlearned and ignorant men? The Bible says, but they knew they had been with Jesus. That's how it should be with us. It doesn't matter of our education or how much we read or anything, or how much we if we say the same prayer forty times a day. But if we abide in Him, there's going to be a difference. Amen. The, the Apostle Paul was well educated, one of the smartest guys of his time. Other people like Gypsy Smith and Dio Modi didn't have any, hardly any education, and they were all men of God because they spent time with God and they knew him and so our background and history and all of that doesn't matter when we are justified by faith we become new creatures in Christ and we can all learn to abide in him and people will be drawn to him like Jesus said let your good works show that others may glorify your father who is in heaven and if we reflect Jesus others are going to be drawn to him and we're going to become more like him and there's no there's no man-made church rule that's going to produce the fruit of the Spirit. Book full, book full of rules that are made up. And none of them are going to make you any closer to God. But only abiding in Him. And being with Him. Amen. And being changed by Him. Some of the greatest, or most of the greatest um, men of the past were uneducated. They, it's like you said, Paul, they they walked with God, they were plugged in the vine, and out of that came an abundance of fruit. That's why I think sometimes, and I'm not saying this is in all cases, but in many cases, education gets in the way because men who are educated learn how to speak, but if the power of God is not in their words, then it is just mere men speaking from from uh, education. I would much rather any day sit under someone's sermon 
where the person is walking with God. And I'm drawn to those kinds of people. And I think most of us are. Um, yeah, and it doesn't even have to be a pastor. I mean, I know people that, just normal people that general labor workers their whole lives, but they've spent time with God and you want to be with them because you know they know God. And even the educated people who know God realize that their education doesn't matter. With What do you think about... All right, well, you want to close on prayer then? then we'll... Sure. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the encouragement that people have been to each other tonight. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the words you've given us and for what you've uh, accomplished through your vessels. I pray now that as we depart, you would uh, just bless each one. Help us, Lord, to stay plucked in the vine and to become more like you, have the mind of God constantly. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.